Hi there, welcome to Shiloh Tabernacle London. We're located in South East London in Woolwich Dockyard, Block 1, Unit 9, Dockyard Industrial Estate, Woolwich Church Street, SC18 5PQ. Join us for our Bible study every Friday from 7.30 to 9pm and you can't miss our Sunday services packed with prayer, vibrant worship and a powerful word. First service is 9am to 10.30 followed by our family service from 10.30 to 12.30. And now for the best part, let's get into the word. I'd like uh, this morning to share a word from the book of Acts, um, chapter 28. Um, my main verses will read from verses 1 to 5. It's a long story, um, but we'll just take the main points out of it. Uh, so uh, Acts 28. Uh, verses 1 to 5. Heavenly Father, I thank you for this morning. I bless your holy name. I pray, Jehovah God, that as we are about to share your word, Jehovah God, you will touch lives, my Father. I pray that as you are about, we are about to share your word, Jehovah Nisi, Lord, may it not be a momental thing. May it not be just on this altar, my Father. But Lord, as we share your word, may a seed be planted in our hearts that as we go out today, Jehovah Nisi, we will bear fruits out there, my Father. As we go out there, my God, may our lives touch the lives of those who do not know you. May we be a light in the lives of those who don't know you, Jehovah Nisi. In the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of the living God, touch us, my Father. Speak to us, my God. We open our hearts unto you, Jehovah Nisi, and have your way in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Amen. So um, I'm just going to read, and I think um, I will get on to say the heading as we um, unveil this uh, scripture. It says, uh, Paul's ministry on Malta. Now, when they had escaped, they then found out the island was called Malta. And the natives showed us unusual kindness, for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold. But when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on fire, a viper came out because, the heat, uh, because of the heat and fastened on his arm. So when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does not allow to leave. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Hallelujah. Amen. So just quickly paraphrasing. So here we see Paul, he's a prisoner. Um, he's been tormented wherever he has gone. And this time he was on his way um, to appeal to uh, on his way to Rome to appeal to 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 Caesar, and on their way um, uh, they were on a ship. He was bound as a prisoner. Um, however, they didn't listen to him when he was advising about the weather, and so they encountered a, a storm, and their ship got wrecked completely. But um, by the grace of God, they managed to um, swim and get to the shore, and so um, prepare fire for them. And so, uh, you know, 
Paul is there, he gathers the sticks and um, he lays them on the fire and then a, a viper comes out, which fastens itself um, on his arm. So here this morning, I want to talk about um, fire for God, you know, the fire for God, the altar, you know, what is an altar? What are we bringing to this altar um, every morning? So the, the first thing that we see here is the weather conditions, you know, it's talking about, you know, the rain, it was raining, it was cold. And yet they overcame, Paul overcame and, you know, he built that fire. So the natives kindle the fire, they start the little fire, but we can see that Paul has to gather the sticks and he has to keep that fire going. And how do we overcome, you know, how do we become uh, or be set ablaze on fire for God? Um, the number one thing that we have to do is to overcome excuses in our lives. And I thank God this morning because all of you who have made it this morning, you have overcome the excuses. The first excuse is that blanket. You know, especially this weather now, it is so warm in the morning that you don't want to get out of bed. But the fact that you have made it to this altar, you have already fought your number one battle, which is the waking up, the coming out of bed. And so a life mm. which is on fire for God is a life that is able to overcome the excuses that we give ourselves every day. You know, this weather was not for a fire. It was raining. It was cold. Which means that, you know, the firewood, the sticks would have been wet. It, you know, it was, it's, it's clearly saying here in, um, uh, in verses two, it says, because of the rain that was falling. So it hadn't even just rain, it was still raining and it was cold. So Paul had to overcome that weather mindset in his mind. Amen. You know, he had to overcome the excuse, it is raining. He had to overcome the excuse, it is cold. He had to overcome so many excuses. He had just been in a storm. Their ship had been wrecked. They probably spent so much energy trying to swim ashore. The ordeal of going through, you know, am I going to survive? The, the already being tormented so as much as he's doing all this, on top of it, he's also a prisoner. And so I just want to encourage someone this morning. Every time we are ready to build a fire, every time God calls us to the altar, Satan will always send rain. The rain, you know, it is... We are there, we are meant to build that fire, we are meant to be on fire. And the minute we begin our journey, the devil just pulls his rain. The devil just brings his shipwreck. The devil will do anything and everything possible in his power to just discourage us. Mm -hmm. And so 
as we are reflecting, and this is what made me go into this word, I was saying to myself, you know, so many times, and it will apply to yourselves as well. You sit there as a Christian and you're talking, you might be even giving a testimony or speaking to someone and saying, oh, I used to be so on fire for God. Oh my God, I remember the days I got saved. I used to do this and I used to do that. You know, but the Bible says the former, the latter shall be better than the former. And so when we are speaking on, uh, of our, our anointing or our being on fire, today should be better than yesterday. And so when you are referring to a better experience in the past, it means that we have fallen behind. We have backslided. And so think of your life where you are today. Can you refer to your past experiences with God being better than where you are today? And if so, your fire has dwindled. So I'm just talking about when you find yourself referring to past experiences being better than what you are or how you are doing today. Many years ago, I used to be on fire. I used to have the anointing. It should be, I have the anointing. Because the Bible says that the latter shall be better than the former. So the devil will always send a storm. And this storm is there to divert us. This storm is there to just, you know, he, he is the enemy. The Bible says he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. So when he sees you doing the right thing, he has to throw in something. So just when you thought you were doing well in your life, just when you thought things are going so well, suddenly you have backslided. The things that you overcame when you gave your life to Christ, you know, you overcame um, the desires of the flesh, you overcame old habits, you overcame habitual sins, you overcame, you know, alcoholism. And suddenly after five years or 10 years, you find yourself having those desires again. And that is how we then make excuses. We make excuses by saying, oh, I don't think the things of God are for me because this thing always catches me. Oh, I don't think the things are for God because I always find myself back um, having a cigarette or having a drink or doing something, a habitual sin, things that we wanted to escape from when we came to God. And so we start making excuses. And when you make excuses, you're you cannot build a fire. And I want to encourage someone this morning, in every circumstance, build a fire for God first. Build an altar for God first. You know, the things of the world will come, the houses, the cars, the jobs. But if we don't have God first, all these things will perish. Because when we go to our grave, we don't take our houses with us. In fact, we leave people in them. But the fire, the altar, which you built for God is what will determine your life after you have gone. Hallelujah. So we need to build a fire in every circumstance. We have to have a relationship with our maker. We need to pursue God. We need to be on that altar day in day out, minute after minute. So morning glory, yes, it is a good place for us to be, but it's not the end of today. 
In everything we do, we call upon the presence of God. In everything we do, we pray without ceasing. Let your today be better than yesterday. Because the Bible says that his children will go from glory to glory. So when we are talking about the past being better than today, then there is a problem in our life. And so I want to speak to someone this morning, whatever you are going through, is it a hard, um, you know, health? Is it looking for a job? Is it a tough time with your children, your family? Build a fire. Overcome the excuses. This morning, I pray in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, the son of the living God, whatever excuses the children of God have brought to this altar this morning, we come against every excuse, every storm that is against the children of God. We will overcome and we will build a fire regardless. We need to overcome these habitual sins. Is it the company that we are in? Then we need to leave that company. Is it so hard to wake up at five that you say, oh, you know, we have alarms. We have things that we can put in place in order to overcome excuses. Until you put in your will, it will be impossible. And the only way that we can overcome is to remain in the presence of God, is to continue to be set on fire. Mm. It says um, in verses two, it says, and the natives showed us unusual kindness for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome. You know, it doesn't say that they made, you know, they kept the fire burning. They kindled the fire but Paul himself, he had to keep that fire burning. So only me, Francoise, and only you, put your name there, can keep your fire burning. So we have things in life that will, you know, it will spark our fire, it will start our fire. We come to this morning glory, our fire is kindled. We go to church, our fire is kindled. But what are you doing to keep your fire burning. How can we keep our fire burning? Because when, when they kindled the fire, they started the fire, praise God. But it was up to Paul to keep that fire burning. Because in number three it says, but when Paul gathered a bundle of sticks, so he had to do it. He had to keep that fire burning. And how do we do that as, as children of God? How do we keep that fire burning? You know, we come morning glory, we come to the altar, our fire is sparked, our fire is kindled. But through prayer, through the reading of the word, through fasting, we keep our fire burning. The Bible says Paul went to gather sticks. So even though he was, you would say, a visitor, you know, you come to a place and they are welcoming you, they, they kindle a fire, but you have to participate. He had to gather the sticks. So the gatherings that we have, 
the morning glory that we have, the church conferences, the, the meeting, the prayer meetings and things, they kindle our fire, but we have to keep those, the fire going. We need to gather the sticks. We need to actively participate and make sure that that fire continues to burn. And the only fire we have as children of God is it's, it's our Bibles, it's the word of God. The word of God. So we cannot live by what, it, you know, I was told this, the Bible says, or pastor said, or the preaching said, you know, we have to live by declaring what the word says we have to speak what the word says it is written you know in the wilderness jesus overcame the temptation by saying it is written and yet on the other hand we see you know the children of israel all they did was complaining complaining so we need to be able to have, what do we have when we encounter a storm? Are we going to start, you know, confessing things that we have heard or do you confess what you have, which are the sticks? Do you confess with the firewood that you put inside that fire to keep it burning? You confess the word of the, uh, of the Lord. I am a child of God. He loved me so much. He gave his only son. Those are the sticks that keep that fire burning. And so we need to overcome the excuses because prayer is not about us. You know, we don't come in the presence of God to ask. We don't come in the presence of God to just say, make me better person. Give me this, oh God, keep my family. He created us to worship him. And so he delights in our presence. And so we need to overcome those things that stop us from coming into the presence of God. And it says on here, um, when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire, a viper came out because of the heat. Hallelujah. The moment the fire was built and kept burning, a viper came out because of the heat. And so whenever your fire for God gets hot, vipers will come out. Vipers will come out. We all have vipers. And it is whether, you know, if vipers are not coming out of our lives, it means that they are very comfortable where they are. And what do I mean by vipers? You know, you are on fire for God. Your life is going so well. You know, have you ever prayed so hard and you, you, you know, you feel like you are just in the presence of God. You spend that month just on fire for God and suddenly a big storm comes. Uh -huh. mm. You are praying for a relative to get better. You fasted, you prayed, you, you cried to God, you went to God every day. And just when you thought they're getting better, they pass away. 
You did so well. You know, you prayed so hard that God delivered you from anger. You no longer shout and suddenly you're an angry person. You know, you came to God because your life, you, you encountered somebody who hurt you so much that you got delivered and you were able to forgive. And suddenly a viper of unforgiveness or a viper of a heavy heart comes, to, comes upon you and fastens itself on your arm. I want to say to you this morning, if the vipers are coming out, you are doing well. Hallelujah. Amen. It means that your fire is hot. Because when the fire gets hot, these vipers must come out. You've prayed so hard and suddenly you are almost backsliding to your habitual sin. You are suddenly going, you know, thinking of the things that you never, you know, you, you used to do. And so the fire will expose vipers. The fire is there to make them uncomfortable. As the sticks were being put in, you know, the heat was getting hotter and hotter. And so the viper had to come out. So the more you are set on fire for God, the vipers in your life must be exposed. And they will indeed be killed by the fire. So when you are doing well and you are, you know, you are ablaze on fire for God and suddenly the temptations start coming, the things come, start, um, you know, things start coming your way. It just gets, the, 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 the going gets tough because there is no child of God that will not be met by temptation. But what sticks do you have at that moment? It is the mm. promises of the word of God. He says, I will not leave you. He will be with us. Stand on those promises. Because the minute we, we start and then we stop, there is no chance for those vipers to come out so they can be burnt by the fire. You know, it is one thing to expose them. But if we don't burn them completely, they will keep coming. So we need to keep that fire burning. Amen. We need to keep the fire burning. And um, verses four says, so when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer. You know, there are times when your life starts changing and people around you can see it, but they will always be the devil who comes to bring a storm. Just when you are doing well, someone has to remind you of your past life. Just when you're doing well, someone from something from your past life has to come and creep there, uh, uh, creep uh, uh, inside your, 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 your midst. But as a child of God, you know that you overcame and you know that you must stay on fire for God. People will always be there to remind you. People will always be there to say, you know, remember this person. Oh, he was a murderer. Oh, she was this. But it is not what people say. It is what and who God says you are. Right. Amen. When you are praying so hard and that sickness, you know, that pain is increasing. 
declare the word of God. By his stripes, I am healed. Do not be reminded that you're a sick person. You are not a sick person. You are a child of God and you have already overcome. <clears throat> and so, why am I bringing this word? So many times, there are circumstances, you know, we have things around us. We have circumstances around. I personally have circumstances around me. You know, things that will give me excuses, things that will take me away from the presence. And that is what, you know, the devil likes because he sets, he, he builds his own altar amidst your sticks. The things that you are meant to use to come against all these excuses, to come against the, the enemy and his attacks are the same things that the enemy will use as well. You have the word of God, but it is sitting in your closet. You have a Bible, but we don't have time to read it. We have the opportunity to come into the presence of God, but the sleep is so good. Today we are going to pray. We must move from glory to glory, from one dimension to another. And our latter, which is today, must be better than yesterday. And our tomorrow must be better than today because those are his promises for those who love him, for his children. It doesn't matter the weather. It doesn't matter the storm. God says, I will be with you. And so, just to think, you know, and, and go, do go and read um, up to verses 10. It's the same Paul that was beat by that viper. Nothing came, you know, nothing happened to him. They waited for him to probably die uh, from the venom of the snake, but nothing happened to him. It is the same hands that he then later used to heal the father of uh, Publius. And that is when the, the, the natives started calling him something else before he was a murderer. So when people see you, so let us be set ablaze on fire for God. Let him remain in us and with us in everything that we do. It doesn't matter the circumstance, but yes, my boss said this. No, we will do good regardless because that is what God, God calls us to do. The storms will be there, but as we can see, God will always place someone, something in your presence to help kindle a fire for you, but your job is to keep it burning. He's always there. There's always some help. There's always something out there for us. You know, for some of us, it is this, you know, this um, gathering every morning. God has put it there for us to give us a spark for the day and then we continue on fire. And then we come back tomorrow, we rekindle that spark and then we continue again. 
So let us make use of what God has kindly put in place for us. And we cannot take it for granted. But gather your sticks and keep putting them on that altar. If it is something that keeps coming back and back and back, we bring it to that altar. We bring it to that fire of God. And we say, God, take care of it. But we cannot do it if we are just comfortable. We cannot do it if we just stay where we are. Hallelujah. So this morning we are going to pray. May God set us on fire. We are going to call upon God. That Mm. fire, if I don't know how your fire is, I don't know whether it has dwindled. I don't know whether you need to be kindled once again. You need that spark. But what I know is that as children of God, we need to have fire. Wherever we go, we need to be on fire. Have that altar where you go back every day, every hour, every minute. Mm. It is the only way that we will overcome. Because the storms, they will come. But the Bible says, even though, or even if you pass through, meaning it will happen. Mm. He has a promise. Even if you pass through the waters, you will not drown. When you pass through the fire, you will not burn. It means that, yes, at some point in life, we will pass. We must go through the fire. We must go through the waters. But the promise is there for the children of God. Amen. So we are going to call upon God. We need our fire to burn. Mm. Where we have used excuses to wake up. Thank God you have made it this morning. And we bless his holy name. But where are you going for the remaining of the day? What are you going to be doing? Are you going to allow the devil to pour that rain inside that fire? The only way you can keep it going is to keep those sticks going in there. Expose those vipers. Expose them. They must burn today in the name of Jesus. So I want you to unmute wherever you are. Let us pray. Call upon that fire. We need God to help us. If you have backslided, the grace of God is there this morning. He is an everlasting God. He is a loving God. He is a forgiving God. He is a welcoming God. He loved us. He cared about our presence. He cared about our company because he wouldn't have traded his son his only son. It is because there was something in us that Mm. he also needed. Mm. And so this morning, if you feel you have backslided, the grace of God is there. If you feel that your fire has dwindled, he is there to burn, to put it, uh, to set it again. If you feel that those vipers, they are too comfortable, today we must burn. That fire must, you know, it has to get hot for that viper to come out. But this morning, we are not just exposing the viper. We are also killing it with the fire of God. Hmm. The only way to overcome is with the word. 
only the word overcomes. Hallelujah. And the only way to overcome with the word is to know the word. For some yeah. of us, it is finding that one minute, two minutes, three minutes to just take a moment to read the word. Mm. I've read this story so many times, but for once as I was reading it, I got a revelation, which is very different from, you know, everything I've, I've always read. You know, you read the story of someone going to Malta, someone this, and you think, what is the relevance of all this? But in every word that we read, there is a key. There is a secret. Mm. For me, God has revealed that altar. He has revealed that fire that needs to keep burning. I don't know what God has revealed to you. But what I know is that we need his presence in our lives. We cannot survive by just saying it, it, it is said, it is said. We have to survive by declaring it is written. It is written. The wilderness will come. The, the, the desert will come. Mm. But we will only overcome by declaring what is written. Amen. We will only overcome our illnesses, our, our, um, you know, our challenges, our families, our marriages, all those things. We have to keep that. You know, if my marriage is on you know, on the blink or is going through trouble. Do I sit down and just no. cry? Mm -mm. And so this morning, I don't know what God has in store for you, but what I know is that for so many of us, that spark has just been lit. And so we need now to gather the sticks in Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. So unmute yourself. Let us pray for the few minutes that are remaining. And mm -hmm. um, just before we hand over, but I just felt in my heart of hearts, it applies to me. I am tired of saying I used to be on fire for God. No. Mm -hmm. I am tired of referring to the past to measure how good God is. My today must be better than yesterday. And my tomorrow must be better than today. Mm. Hallelujah. Amen. Be quotable. Thank you so much for listening to this sermon. And I know you've been blessed. For more information about Shiloh Tabernacle and other sermons, please visit our website, www shiloh.org.uk and don't forget to follow us on all our social media platforms instagram twitter and facebook at shiloh ldn once again that's at shiloh ldn you've been listening to shiloh tabernacle london changing lives building dreams until next time god bless